coming up. We need closure. We need to find out where she's at so that we can put her to rest and the family can be put to rest. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. How dare you take my sister from me? How dare you take my niece's mom? How dare you take my mom and dad's daughter? How dare you? I never thought I'd see my daughter on a billboard. I'm hoping that the uh, people that are involved or the people who know something will come forward. If you have family, look at your family and you tell me how you would feel if one of them didn't come home one day. There's been an unusual turn in the cold case investigation of a woman who went missing in the St. Louis area back in August of 2005. Her name was Amanda Jones. She was just 26 years old when she went missing. I'm joined once again by crime reporter Christine Byers at 5 on your side, KSDK in St. Louis, to talk about this case. Christine, tell us what we know about Amanda Jones and and her disappearance. So when she disappeared, she was just days away from giving birth. Um, And so a very pregnant Amanda Jones uh, was last seen when she went to the what's known as the Hillsborough Civic Center. It's basically um, sort of a county fairgrounds area, if you will to meet the man who she believed was the father of her child um, to discuss, you know, the impending birth of the baby and what was going to go on. When you talk to her mother and father, they say that she um, was not in a steady relationship with this man um, and that the pregnancy was unplanned and he had pretty much not spoken to her for the duration of her pregnancy um, and surprised her, I guess, surprised the family in, in reaching out to her at the very end of the pregnancy to, to, to want to have a conversation. So she went to the Hillsborough um, Civic Center at this um, fairground sort of area to meet him and, and have a conversation. And she was basically never heard from or seen again after that conversation. Uh, police found her car there. Um, some of her belongings were missing she was, of course, missing, um, and you know the, the parents have strongly suspected, as have the police, apparently, uh, that the man she went to meet that day was the man who knows where she ended up. And we'll get to this this unexpected turn in this case. But one other note: you mentioned she was, a, you know, close to having a, a child. She also had a four four year old daughter at the time, right? Who's now a young adult. Exactly. She had a four-year-old little girl, um, and she was very, very close to her daughter, according to her parents. Um, you know, she never would have left her alone like that um, or left sort of unannounced in, in or any circumstances. Over the years, was the man who she went to meet, the, the father of her unborn child, was there any evidence that linked him to the crime, or did he ever become anything more than a potential person of interest, if he was even that? He, there was never any physical evidence discovered that I'm aware of that has ever been reported. Certainly circumstantial evidence um, was very obvious from the beginning. Police uh, zeroed in on him very quickly, um, asking to search his property. He only allowed... Uh, a partial search of his property, and um, he lived in a very very rural part of the county as well. The county in general where this happened is rural, um, but he certainly had a very uh, 
isolated sort of property where he lives. And um, the fairgrounds themselves were pretty, you know, out there in the middle of nowhere, so to speak. Um, it's a very desolate area. So the police did, you know, want to conduct a search of his property. Again, it was a limited search. Um, and then he had an attorney and basically, according to police, stopped cooperating back in 2005. And over the years, uh, the family has really kept the case of Amanda Jones as front and center as possible. We know there's been a billboard. You can tell us about that in the area and just try to keep this in front of the public. In fact, I want to play some audio here from uh, from the parents of Amanda Jones. Like I've told many people before, the unknown is worse than death itself. Not knowing what happened or where she's at. Several people on Facebook say, well, we thought she was found. No. I demand justice for my granddaughter. I want her to know. I want her to find out what's happened to her mother. They need to put more pressure on the perpetrator, for one thing. Uh, get out there and, and do some more uh, searches or do searches they haven't done. The least little thing could be what it's going to take to break this case. So, yeah, so they've obviously been vocal about this and ha- haven't let it go, right, over the years? Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, Aunt Amanda Jones's parents have been, have been very front and center every chance they can to talk about the case. Um, there's been so many tragedies along the way um, for Amanda's surviving daughter. Her father passed away unexpectedly from an illness, um, and so she lost both of her parents at a very young age, um, Amanda's parents, though, stepped in, of course, and, and raised her. And she seems to be doing pretty well now. Um, and she's now an adult. Um, and so they, but they definitely are. They're, they definitely get in front of cameras as much as possible, give interviews as much as possible. Um, they've been highly critical of the police investigation, saying that the police did not press hard enough against the prime suspect in this case, whose name is uh, Brian Westfall. So, and, but Brian Westfall has been quite the opposite, very, very quiet, not responding to any inquiries whatsoever. Christine, just to recap, Amanda Jones goes missing back in August 2005. Brian Westfall is the man she went to meet up with. N- never any clear indication that, that he knew what happened to her but he's been on the radar of police for a long time. Just recently, and I mentioned an unexpected turn, Brian Westfall passed away. Exactly. So what I'm told is that police were actually closing in on Brian Westfall here recently, getting very, very close to issuing charges against him for the murder of Amanda Jones, even though her remains were not discovered. Um, Police are very, very tight-lipped about what new information they had or what led them to feel more strongly about issuing charges around this time. But certainly, the walls seem to be closing in on him. Um, About a month ago, uh, Amanda Jones' mother and adult daughter filed a wrongful death lawsuit against him basically accusing him of murdering Amanda Jones in a very public, you know, filing uh, in court, just laid it all out there, what they believed had happened. And then um, 
you know, police were turning up the heat on their investigation in recent weeks, partnered with the Missouri Attorney General's office. So he knew that they were questioning people very close to him. He had a very long-time girlfriend, and um, the police had recently been to her parents' house and, in fact, told her parents uh, that they were getting close to charging him with this murder. So basically on a Sunday night, Mr. Westfall collapsed at home. Um, The following Monday, that next Monday, very next day, is when the police went to the girlfriend's house to say that they were going to be charging him, and he ended up dying on Tuesday. Christine, how old was Brian Westfall when this happened, when he died recently, and what was the cause of death? So the caller who called 911 said that he collapsed and they believed he was having a stroke, and he was 53 years old. I know you spoke to investigators after this news came out about how this might affect their case. What did they tell you? They basically said that they are planning to continue forward, even though their prime person of interest here has died, um, that that they're not going to give up until they find Amanda and know what happened. Does the death of Brian Westfall mean the end of this investigation? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We will continue to uh, push this investigation forward. At at this point, uh, we have to find Amanda. A death like this could mean uh, a turn of events for the investigation in the right direction. People who are reluctant to speak about things before may not be so reluctant now. Um, That's what they're hoping on. That's what they're banking on. Um, But then again, at the same time, because they believe so strongly that he did do this and knows what happened, um, you know, there's a big part of the investigation that that just disappeared, essentially, as well. Um, I should note that Brian Westfall's attorney issued a statement on his behalf um, after our coverage ran that basically denied Mr. Westfall ever had any involvement in the disappearance of Amanda Jones and um, wished Amanda Jones' family peace. Um, It was very interesting because in their statement, Amanda Jones' parents sort of said to Brian Westfall's family and his parents, we know what it's like to lose a child and we are expressing our condolences to them at this time. And then the statement came out from his attorney saying he had nothing to do with this. But it sounds like police are, are, as you say, are still on this case. They're not letting it go. And we may hear something before too long. That's the hope. That's definitely their hope. Um, You know, it's not like they can just go search the property now. I mean, you know, it's going to depend on who the property owner is and who it becomes, who he left it to. Christine Byers at Five on Your Side, KSDK in St. Louis. Thanks for talking to us about this case, and we'll keep an eye on it. Stay in touch. Appreciate it. Thanks, Will. You've been listening to The Daily Crime, a podcast from Vault Studios. Be sure to check out our other podcasts, including Bardstown, The Officer's Wife, and our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.